Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello again, everybody. Welcome to the 351st podcast of the Rough Riders Radio. This is the host, the Rough Rider. Tonight's title, Mueller Speaks, Trump Squeaks, and De Niro Entreats. Today being May 29, 2019. Let's begin. Trump's bleat from today. And by bleat, we mean as in the kind of a sound that emanates from a sheep. (laughs) Nothing, quote, from Trump. Nothing changes from the Mueller report. There was insufficient evidence, and therefore, in our country, a person is innocent. The case is closed. Thank you, unquote. This in response to Robert Mueller's unannounced special press conference at the Justice Department this morning. No, Trump dump. It is your presidency. It is your life. It is your life expectancy that is closed, amigo. Now, on to Robert Mueller and his unannounced press conference this morning, May 29, 2019, at the Justice Department. Basically, Mueller went out of his way, way out of his way to state categorically that charging Trump, the sitting president, with a crime under Department of Justice guidelines is completely prohibited. And they knew that from the very get-go 22 months ago, 24 months ago in May of 2017 when they started their investigation. Mueller states that he never had that option to begin with. All he could do is investigate. But he went much further and said that as the government could not charge Trump Trump with a crime because there was no venue for Trump to defend himself in, i.e. a courtroom, the framers of the Constitution envisioned that the process could only properly proceed through Congress, and that would be the House of Representatives, and specifically the House Judiciary Committee, where all impeachments begin. So in short, Mueller is practically screaming at Congress to take the impeachment ball and run down the field with it and score a goddamn touchdown. Now, on to Robert De Niro's op-ed in the New York Times today, May 29, 2019. Quote, Dear Mr. Mueller, it probably hasn't escaped your attention. In my mind, nothing escapes your attention. Then I play a version of you on Saturday Night Live. As Robert Mueller, my character is intimidating because he is so honest and upright. I do it for comic effect. That's the intention anyway, but there's also a lot of truth to it. To put it another way, it's good-natured fun, but not entirely good-natured. While I and so many Americans have admired your quiet, confident, dignified response in ignoring that assault, it allowed the administration to use its own voice to control the narrative. And those voices are so loud and so persistent that they beat even reasonable people into submission. The loudest, most persistent voice belongs to the president himself. And under most circumstances, we want to believe our president. Say what you will about the president, and I have. When it comes to that lying, exaggerating, 
bullying thing. No one can touch him. He has set up a world where it seems as if those disapproving him can effectively challenge him only by becoming just like him. He's bringing down the level of the entire playing field. And here, Mr. Mueller, is where you come in, where you need to come in. In your news conference, you said that your investigation's work, quote, speaks for itself, unquote. It doesn't. It may speak for itself to lawyers and lawmakers who have the patience and obligation to read through the more than 400 pages of carefully chosen words and nuanced conclusions. You've characterized the report as your testimony, but you wouldn't accept that reason from anyone your office interviewed. Additional information and illumination emerged from responses to questions. I know you're as uncomfortable in the spotlight as the president is out of it. I know you don't want to become part of the political spectacle surrounding Russia's crimes and your report on them. I know you will, however, reluctantly testify before Congress if called because you respect the system and follow the rules. And I understand why you want to do it any away from the public glare. But the country needs to hear your voice, your actual voice. And not just because you don't want them to think that your actual voice sounds like Robert De Niro reading from cue cards, but because this is the report your country asked you to do, and now you must give it authority and clarity without, if I may use the term, obstruction. We've learned our lesson about what can happen to the perception of your work when interpreted in rabid tweets by the president dissected by pundits all over the map, trumpeted in bizarre ways by the president's absurd personal lawyer, and distorted by the attorney general. And if, in fact, you have nothing further to say about the investigation, for your public testimony, you could just read from the report in response to questions from members of Congress. Your life has been a shining example of bravely and selflessly doing things for the good of our country. I urge you to leave your comfort zone and do that again. You are the voice of the Mueller Report. Let the country hear that voice. With great respect, Robert De Niro. You said it better than anyone else, including me, could have said it. And that concludes, ladies and gents, our 351st Wolf Writers Radio podcast. This is the old Rough Rider rounding third and heading for home. And we don't care if we steal home plate or not, because we know we've hit a home run with you, our Rough Riders Radio audience. Because in the end, we know we may ride, but it's you who decide. Adios, amigos.